you know what, grandmas, let's give our daughters a break. And now I could be wrong, Bree. Tell me if I'm wrong. But <laughs> I think you need a break once in a while. <laughs> and so doing grandma camp can kind of give you guys a little bit of time to just do some of the stuff you want to do or need to do or mm-hmm. maybe sleep. I don't know. Well, welcome to A Home That Heals. We are a mother-daughter duo, and today we are talking about something that is taking the internet by storm, and that is Grandma Camp, and what a wonderful way you can just plug into your kiddos' lives doing Grandma Camp. So we hope you'll join us. Mom has some good ideas, and I have some input, too, on A Home That Heals. Just the two words together, grandma camp, make me smile. I just, I love the idea. I loved the idea before I tried it. I love it even more now that I've tried it. But I have to say, it is just one of the best things that I ever landed upon. I'm so grateful to all the grandmas before me that thought of this idea and frankly are much better at it than I am. But it's really a fun thing to do. It is so fun for the kids. They look forward to this. You did it for the first time last year in a big way. But the year before that, you kind of dabbled in it as yes, well. Yes, that's a good way to put it. And I dabbled. <laughs> I dipped my toe in the water. Dipped your toe in the water. But they, even just when you dipped your toe in the water, they talked about it all year long and couldn't wait until grandma camp happened. And they're already talking about it again. So that's why we wanted to do it on the podcast. We thought it would be fun to share with you our friend's This is an awesome idea. Grandmas, please listen up, but also moms, listen up, because maybe you can talk your your mom or (laughs) mother-in-law or aunt or whatever into doing something similar. Well, and one one reason I think that might be the case, I've really thought about this a lot, Bree, and that is, I think those of us that are grandmas, sometimes we think... Oh, I don't know if the kids really want to spend that much time with Mm. me. I'm not really sure. We have sort of an insecurity about that. And it doesn't take much to figure out that if you are giving your kiddos attention and you're setting that time aside just for them, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be really all that Mm -mm. to really get them excited. And so I just want to encourage you if you haven't thought about it or if you if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling like, oh, but I wonder if I wonder if my grandkids would really want to spend time with me like that. I, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But there's some key things that I've learned from other grandmas that I want to pass on today. And one thing that I'll mention is that if you have teenagers, yeah, I I kind of I imagine that's a little more difficult. Our my grandkids are 11, 10, 7 and 5. So that's a prime age and even littler is a prime age. But I have friends who have teenage grandchildren and because they said, "Hey, whether you want to come or not, it's grandma <laughs> camp." And then they, and again, and just expect it. Teenagers are going to be like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, they're not maybe going to be all in at the beginning. But I think you'll find that, especially if you follow some of the basic <laughs> concepts that are out there, you'll find that even teenagers could enjoy this. Yeah. Oh, I think it's fun for all ages. And no matter what, it's creating a closer bond with your grandkids, what's most important. So whether they want to be there or not, just like you said, (laughs) who cares? They need to be bonded. They need to have that connection with you. And this will create some great memories. Well, and it is that deeper connection is the big how and why. I mean, is the big why. 
Mm-hmm. Because you want a deeper connection. So that means you really do want to think about what would be of interest to them mm-hmm. and what would they like. And mm-hmm. and you did the podcast review of the book, The Eight Great Smarts, recently. Love that book. I'm delving into it now as I start to plan Grandma Camp mm-hmm. because the ideas in that book about how your children learn, how they can grasp things and enjoy things and all of that's really helping me come up with some brainstorming ideas. So oh, I recommend that awesome. book to grandmas too. It's a mm-hmm. great one. But why do Grandma Campbell deeper connections would be number one, making memories. I think that is so huge. Take lots of pictures because Mm -hmm. I was looking at the pictures from the first year I did it and the kiddos have grown so much since then. But, you know, the little little butterfly things they made and all of that, you know, when you can share those pictures and reminisce with them in anticipation of this year's Grandma Camp, that makes it fun. And another thing is I really believe in tradition. Mm-hmm. I think traditions ground us and make us feel like we belong we belong to our families to a greater thing you know that that is carried on year after year so that's another reason but then I have another reason too you know what grandmas let's give our daughters a break i really i i think and now i could be wrong brie tell me if i'm wrong But I think you need a break once in a while. And so doing grandma camp can kind of give you guys a little bit of time to just do some of the stuff you want to do or need to do or maybe Mm -hmm. sleep. I don't know. Yeah. No. that And I think when you're sending your kids off to something that they're super excited about or you know that they're going to be loved on, you're not just, you know, dropping them off somewhere and hoping that they're going to be okay. There's a totally different relaxation level that happens because you know your kids are being loved and cared for and having a wonderful time and they are not going to miss you one bit and it's just wonderful so yeah I I do love that so does that mean this year you're not bringing me into grandma camp (laughs) because I oh are you gonna tell that story oh dear yeah okay tell them go ahead and tell well I I think I was invited (laughs) to every activity last year for grandma camp and I came along to especially the big one wrangle yeah four kids which I completely understand. But uh, I don't remember a lot of resting <laughs> and relaxation or breaking. Well, that's a good point. And you're, you know what? I I have a certain level of insecurity about taking the all of them. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe a lot of grandmas feel that way. You know, yeah. it's kind of, it's a little, you do it all the time. You're yeah, used I'm a to rock that. Star and I, uh-huh. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> and so, yes, I, I, so are you saying you'd like for me to just be adventurous and take it on and just, you know. Well, I mean, if you're going to preach to everyone else to do it. Yeah. Okay. I think, All right. I think okay. you need to step it up, mom. Okay. Give me your pinky. <laughs> I, I pinky swear I will do it right. on my own this year. All right. <laughs> but, oh, we are going to oh, document yeah. this. Okay. We'll probably have to. But what? Okay. In my own defense, I want to just share with you one of the things I had planned last year. And this is one of my things about you know, doing stuff. So I like to think in categories when I plan grandma camp. So one of my categories is stretching their comfort zones. You know, I'm big on that. Mm -hmm. I really feel like helping kids get out of their comfort zone and do something that requires them to be a little brave or just courageous in some way is really, really good. So Mm -hmm. the two older ones decided they wanted to zip line And then the younger ones, because they're so much younger, they couldn't do that. And I wasn't sure how I was going to keep everybody busy. Mm -hmm. Um, As it turned out, I think the little ones were just mesmerized by the fact that their brothers were going off of these 
what were they about 60 feet yeah. in the air, you know, that they were doing that. So it turned out okay. But that's one reason I wanted you to come along. I'll have, you know, <laughs> okay. plus it just make sure everything went okay. Um, but that's one of the categories that I try to think of. And I'm working on that because this is prime grandma camp planning season. In case you didn't know. Yes. Get Mark it on your calendar. That's mm-hmm. right. Because now it's spring. Now everybody's starting to think about things that they can do. And, and being able to take the kids outside, I think is pretty big. Mm-hmm. You could do a winter grandma camp and I know some that do that and that's really fun too, but this is that's the a whole new summer idea. Yeah, it is. I'm in the house with the kids. I mean, this is this <laughs> is going so up and up. So I'm not quite there yet. I haven't graduated <laughs> to winter grandma camp, but summer grandma camp is outdoors and I it's going to be hard to top the zip line thing. I'm working on that. Do you have yeah. any ideas or am I just on my own again? Oh, well, hey, I do enough planning for them. You're on your own. <laughs> okay, I'm on my own. But that's one category. Another one is, um, okay, indulging them just a little. You know, I don't, we have a big thing about food at our little enclave. What do you call it? Our little commune, whatever it is where we live. No, <laughs> oh, that's going man. too far. Okay, we live on five <laughs> acres. <laughs> You have half of it. We have half of it. And Mm -hmm. and you really have the kids on a very healthy diet. And we try really hard to abide by that. Semi-healthy. We, yeah. Yeah, you don't have fun. Yeah, Yeah. you do let them have fun. But I can't, I don't, I don't want to, frankly, I don't want to indulge them by just filling them with sugar every day Mm -hmm. because I know the consequences of that. And that's not good. Mm -hmm. But I do want to be able to indulge them in a few fun ways because Mm -hmm. that's kind of what grandmas do. Yeah. And so I always try to figure out something I can do that indulges them, either their their interests, let us them just, you know, or something that they've really wanted to maybe buy, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't, I don't buy a lot of gifts and a lot of things like that. So that's a time when maybe we can go on a oh, special shopping trip or yeah. something like that. So indulging them a little is one thing. Um, another thing is figuring out a way that you can um, do something that's around a theme like scripture or some kind of, you know, concept that, you know, they're, you know, they're ready for. And mm-hmm. so like last year, I was trying to remember, I, gra- I grabbed my notes from last year and that's the other, I took notes. Can you believe it? You're so organized. I know. Well, I'm not so organized, but I did take notes and I did do some reflection on grandma camp. But, um, last year I really liked the, um, the scriptures that I chose to focus on and they, they were, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's Philippians 4.13. Do not be discouraged. The Lord, your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Ephesians 6.10. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Romans 8, 31. Mm-hmm. So we had those scriptures to kind of work around. Thus, the zip line, when you're standing mm-hmm. there looking at, you know, 60 feet down, I can do all things through <laughs> Christ who strengthens me. And it leads to some fun discussions when you have something like that and you put them into real world experiences and how you can manage all of that. I, as you were reading those verses, I honestly had forgotten what verses you chose but it reminds me of when we went to go do the zip line for one of our kiddos. It was that was a huge oh, hurdle huge. for him to overcome. And I was shocked that he didn't end up coming back down and deciding not to do it. And in fact, do you remember? <laughs> you know, here we are. Okay, he can do this. And sometimes, you know, if you just don't think about it, right. if you don't put like too much emphasis on it, it it just you go up there, you see everybody else going, and okay, no big deal. I'll just go off the zip line. But the the 
grown woman before him (laughs) was terrified and she sat on the platform forever down there forever having the hardest time bless her heart bless her heart and and I and I mean truly bless her heart, but and I'm thinking of my kid, and I'm like, oh come on, like this is not going to help him. fear this in is him, right? Helping, yeah, that fear well up, and it didn't. He overcame that fear, and so it was so neat to watch that. But then, and I think you did a Facebook live on this. We'll have to find it because oh, yeah. I think it'd be fun to share. But then. That we got to watch and witness because there was a, a water park nearby the zip line that the kids did afterwards. And we got to witness that kiddo who had gone every year to the water park but been too afraid to go oh, down the right. water I forgot side. about that. And yeah. this was just a, a random stranger. Yeah, just a stranger we that we yeah, ran into. And, and he was able to overcome that fear this year. And it was so joyful to be a part of that celebration, seeing him come down the water slide, just jumping for joy, yes. cheering his mom, and I think maybe even his grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was him. a grandparent oh, there. So cool. So, anyways, it, I think it's neat how all those things got orchestrated. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. he he planned all of that for for you know our kiddo to be able to overcome that fear, but then for him to be able to watch someone else overcome their fear. Who was older than he was. Who was older, yeah. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. So neat. And you know, that's one thing to think about. As I prayerfully, you know, try to come up with the scriptures uh, and then be praying over your grandchildren and praying those scriptures over them, it is incredible how God orchestrates things. And then Maybe sometimes you don't know, or maybe you don't see, mm-hmm. but God's at work and you wonder how that will come about later to influence them. Mm-hmm. My grandma Sarton, as I think I've shared before, was such an influence in my life spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she ever really thought about it. I think she just, it was just because of who she was. Mm-hmm. But going to see her in the summers was like camp for me, even though she didn't have anything fancy planned. But, you know, I'd go out and pick currants with her and she'd make jelly. That's just what she did. And we'd go we'd go cut some flowers out of her flower garden and she'd just take me along with her. And so I've tried to sort of think about that when I do this, too, that the first year I think I too much. I had all these things planned, you know, Mm -hmm. this craft project and this thing here and this. And it was too much. And the kids were kind of done. Mm -hmm. But the next year, then I tried to build in more free time where we just went out and did what we normally do. And of course, this year we have more things to do because of the chickens and the horses, maybe soon the alpacas. So just incorporating those things that you do as well, but really with them in it with you and just, you know, having, making time for it, not doing it as a chore, but just enjoying that time. Well, and that takes the pressure. I mean, I think some... Sometimes we don't do things because it seems too daunting. It's, you know, so I don't know, maybe your grandma listening and just thinking, oh my goodness, I don't, I don't have time. I don't have time to block out days plus plan, you know, a whole grandma camp. That's just too much. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It, right. I mean, you do have to block off the time. That's Yeah, that's, but it could, it could be, it could be three evenings mm-hmm. that you block off or it could be a weekend. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I'm doing, I think, didn't we decide this year to be best to maybe do four days? I think three or four days. Mm-hmm. That, that seems to be about the limit, you yeah. know, at this age anyway. And so, yeah, it does, but it doesn't have to be that. It can be whatever you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always think about, you know, the, we were talking about it earlier, the, uh, 
the, the, the scripture about my burden is light. Mm. And when you think about things like this, we don't need to have it become a huge burden for ourselves. And mm-hmm. so I would just say, hey, if you think about doing it, yeah, dip your toe in that water, like I always like to say, at whatever you can do. Yeah. It's a good and thing. It's just that time, that focus time. I mean, how often are we distracted? How often are we struggling? This is a an excuse to mm-hmm. say, oh, sorry, I can't plan anything that day. I've got grandma camp and I get to just focus on my grandma. Oh, and that is such a joy to just be able to just do that one thing. It's a joy mm-hmm. for us as a grandparent. You know, one thing I will tell you, so you get it marked on your calendar. I haven't set the dates yet for this year, but we're working on that. But you put it on the calendar, you put it on your refrigerator or whatever, so that you can build anticipation. Mm. But, but grandmas, don't oversell it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was funny. I asked the grandkids the other day what they wanted to do um, for grandma camp this year. And of course they want to go, they want to kind of do the same things that we've done. And so I'm sort of weighing that a little bit because they really liked the water park. They really Mm -hmm. liked Wahoo's where we went one time. So we're kind of trying to find that balance, but I do want their input Mm because I want to know what they like, but you know, I don't want them to feel like I'm taking them to Disneyland because Mm -hmm. it's a different, it's different. You know, it's not all just about entertaining them. It's about being together. Mm. And so how you sort of build that anticipation, I'm working on that in my own mind is telling them how much I'm looking forward to just being with them. You know, Mm. being, I can just, I can't just wait to have you guys all day long, all to myself, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's one little piece of advice I would give you. And the other thing is, if your friends start giving you their ideas for grandma camp, you will get some really great ideas. But again, it's kind of like when you had the wedding venue and we'd say Pinterest is <laughs> banned, you know, because these brides would come and they'd be on Pinterest and they'd see all these ideas and they just get so overwhelmed mm-hmm. and then they'd overcomplicate their plan. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And you can't ever replicate something yes. that you aren't, necessarily gifted in anyways you know <laughs> right, I mean, that's right. what I love is that there are people that that is their gift yeah. they are great crafters and planners and they or bakers um sorry you're not that mom <laughs> I'm not I'm not but so I can put a drop you. cloth out on the patio <laughs> with the best of them and let them finger paint and boy let them paint <laughs> and get messy and dirty and yeah. that's what makes your grandma camp special. And so it is, it's finding what you're good at and sticking with that, not trying to do what somebody else's talent might be. Right. And so, so having said that, I love to hear ideas. Mm -hmm. I really do. And last year I asked for ideas on my um, Facebook page and I got some great ideas that I'm kind of going back to my notes and trying to incorporate some of them, but I'm also really preaching to myself not to overcomplicate it. Yeah. That's big. You don't want to overcomplicate it to the point that you don't do it. Just just give yourself permission to do what you can okay. and love on your kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and and he, give me a break. And <laughs> give you a nice big break. All right. I am so glad she said this on <laughs> recorded. Documented. Documented. All right. I love it. Well, so having said that, let's give us some ideas, though. If you have some ideas, we are all about hearing them. We love when you go to a home that heals uh, and what you're doing and what you found to work. And so um, I'll look for that. That'll be really fun. Mm-hmm. And we'll look forward to sharing some of those ideas. Yeah. And we'll 
We'll do some posts on it. I'll do a blog. We'll do okay. I'll okay. do a blog for our um, our web page, and yeah, yeah, that'll be good. All right, Grandma Camp, here we come. Here we come. Hey, when we come back, I want to tell you about a huge event that happened in our hometowns and uh, really special. It was Harvest Boise. It was see um, Harvest Harvest Boise. It was amazing, and there were some special things that happened there that we want to chat about when we come back. Pastor Greg Laurie and the Boise Harvest was this last weekend, and I had the privilege of working on that for three years, as it turned out, because (laughs) of COVID and it being uh, postponed so long. But when it finally happened, it was really just, it was just an amazing weekend to see the power of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, and the transformation of lives that can happen when we put our trust in him. It was just this beautiful display of worship, of celebration, and, and in in the process, Bree, we both had some experiences that were pretty special. Mm-hmm. We really did. It, I I didn't know what to expect. I had never been to anything like this, and it was exciting to take the kiddos um, and and let them go. Especially because you have been working on it for so long. Talk about anticipating something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anticipation. Well, I'll tell you one thing that happened to me. So I'm on my way the first night and you know, I want to get there early. Mm-hmm. So I left, we live way out in the country. So I left plenty early to get there a good hour and a half before it started. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, well, I went the wrong way. I went the right way. I mean, I went the way that Lots, thousands and thousands and thousands of other other people were going. But I went down this street that was, I mean, I have never seen a traffic jam like that in our town. Yeah. Now, granted, I don't get out much, but I hadn't seen a traffic jam (laughs) like that. And so quickly I realized, oh, my goodness, I need to be over in this right-handed lane, and I'm not. And so I'm thinking, oh, these people are going to be so mad at me when I put my blinker on and try to get in. (laughs) So I put my blinker on, and the first car, the first car let me in. Mm. So then I'm sitting there, and I was on this one stretch for an hour and 15 minutes, this one small stretch. And so I see all that these if, other cars. If, if you if you are listening from a big city. Yeah, I know. Like, this means nothing to know, you. Okay, Seattle, good this point. This means nothing. We are not used to that. No. Here in Idaho, <laughs> we are used to about 10, 15 minutes at the most. So this is a big deal. This was a big deal. But what I watched happen, and it was two things I just want to share with you. One was, okay, a lot of other people had out-of-state plates mm-hmm. or out of county plates, like from those really, really, really rural counties in Idaho. And the same thing happened to them. And even further down the line, they realized, oh, no, I've got to be in the right-hand lane. And I did not witness one car. And this happened with a lot of cars that was not let in by the first car that they put their blinker by. And that's what happens mm. when we are following Jesus and we're not just so focused on, I got to get there, got to get there, got to get there. And Goodness gracious, I'm not going to let you in because you weren't here first and whatever. Mm. But then the other thing was watching that happen. I was suddenly filled with joy to realize that so many people wanted to go to this. This Mm. was drawing people. And then when we saw the response, I mean, the hundreds and hundreds of people that came forward and made a profession of faith. It was it was just amazing. It was an amazing weekend. And so if you ever have a chance to go hear Pastor Greg Laurie and attend a Harvest Crusade, I just can't encourage you enough to go. 
Yeah. It was it was neat to have the kids witness yes. that. You know, there's mm-hmm. something really profound as a believer, you know, we know the gospel and and we know that it has made a difference in our lives, but you can't help but just well up as you watch these other people completely make a life-changing decision before your eyes and to see it in such massive, you know, way is yeah, humbling. Powerful it's and humbling. Humbl- yeah. And I will say this, sometimes you wonder, okay, is this just an emotional because it is, it's kind of an emotional uh, thing at the end, but I have heard story after story after story mm-hmm. and people that are close to me that I did not even know had mm-hmm. first made their profession of faith at a harvest crusade and, and their lives are truly a testament to the power of this type of an event to help us really focus on telling the good news. Mm-hmm. That's what we try to do here with a home that heals too, is mm-hmm. just share good news about Jesus and how he wants to enter into whatever you're going through in your home as you try to create a home that heals. Jesus is the healer. God wants to be in every nook and cranny of your home and your heart. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, that's all we have time for today. We want you to join us on A Home That Heals on Instagram, on Facebook, and at our website. We hope you'll tell us what you're thinking and join in with our little projects that we do. Grandma camp, whatever it might be, please share with us what's going on in your home. A Home That Heals is produced in partnership with 89.5 KTSY. To find out more about them, go to ktsy.org.